Hello, my little piglets, and welcome to another episode of Quotables. I am your host, Lex, and of course, join with me is my other host, Ernie. What's up, my friend? Where's my pig? Ah, <laughs> where is he? I'm sorry. I had been saving that one for you a little bit, but I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm, as always, I am joined by my co-host, right? Lex, and I know you already announced yourself, but I just love that. Saying it, so I, I, I like know. to bring sorry. it back. Sorry, I stole it from you. Yeah, um, you're, you're taking my thunder here. Uh, like, you stole my pig. Ah, you see? Uh, I do. I'm doing well, and if you haven't already uh, seen the title of this episode <laughs> or heard Ernie, we're doing this uh, brand new movie that just came out not very long ago, maybe two weeks or so ago, called Pig, starring beloved Nicolas Cage. Ernie, I know you have a lot of thoughts on Nicolas Cage. Can you can you just give me a little little rundown on him? Yeah, of course, dude. Nicolas Cage, is he a good, is he a bad actor? I know a lot of people always kind of mention that throughout, like, uh, just his career. Because he has, like, these movies that are so great, and then they're so, like, you know, highly regarded by people. They're like, oh, did you see this Nick Cage movie? And then you get to these movies where you're just like, wait, what was he thinking doing this? But it's like, I don't know what it is, dude. I love that, man. Like, I can watch any good, bad film that he does and still enjoy it, dude. And I, and I, I think, I want to say this one thing because I, I felt... I think I stated this uh, before, but he, well, when you watch Pig, I think the movies that are the highest regarded for him in his film career that I can think of is the ones where he talks kind of the less in his movies. And I'm like, no, I love when I hear him talk a lot, but I just always kind of think that, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but dude, what did you think? What do you think about Nick Cage? I know you have a few. Uh, you know, I probably haven't seen as many as Nicolas Cage movies as you have, but from what I've seen, he, he takes a walk on the wild side. He's just one of those actors who just really goes for his role. You know what I mean? Like he gets super immersed in what he's doing. He can be a little chaotic. Um, but I think that's what makes him special and what makes him so like famous by, by pop. Because every time you think of Nicolas Cage, you're going to think you're going to get this crazy ass performance. But lately he's been throwing out some good ones from what I've heard. Uh, I haven't checked out the most recent ones, but I'm going to. Um, most recent, obviously, has been this movie, Pig, where it's a much more chilled out version of Nicolas Cage. Like barely any like what you said like barely talks um but i mean even the crazy performances are, are enjoyable sometimes i mean they're yeah they're dumb but like they're funny right i mean it's like popular in pop culture you know that's i think that's the goal it, kind of the goal is to kind of like be remembered right it's like he has so many movies that i think more people kind of just talk about than any other actor i've ever heard of like it, it, he he's he's got this like I don't know if it's his charisma or what it is about him as an actor. I haven't yet persona, it. maybe I don't know. May- maybe yeah, it's like he has this this style of acting, and it and it's not bad. And a lot of people, you know, it's not for everyone. Obviously, a lot of things are subjective, but I I, I strongly like disagree with people who say he's a bad actor. Like I don't think mm-hmm. he is. I think he has too many great like hits under his belt. Where you can call Nicolas Cage that. Like, he's he's a good actor and he, he has a lot of great movies. He's a meme dream, if I would say so myself. Oh, I'm kidding. He, yeah, and let me, uh, I'm, I'm, let taking, me you, I'm quoting that. That's that's our trademark. A trademark. Uh, let me tell you something about him. This tell man, me. he he, uh, he cannot be caged. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Thank not, you. Quote. Unlike his pig, because in this uh, movie, his pig is not caged. But uh, let's, talk, let's talk about it's, the movie, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, he's as big as no cage, you said. Nah, I says, no, it's like, yeah, you know. No, no worries, I, I, just, I, I, I just think of these things. Hey, when uh, you drop it, I'm here to pick it up. You exactly. Know I mean? <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to the moon. You're taking me back down to earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this movie is called Pig. Um, 
I actually kind of went into it, not really. No, I don't. I never even watched the trailer for it. I kind of had another idea. Um, from what the poster kind of gives off, it was going to be kind of like John Wick vibes, which is definitely not. If you're looking for something like that, then look away because that's not what you're going to get in this movie. I want to say something about that because I never got those vibes off of that, bro. Like, I, I, I that's like everyone was saying that. Even uh, uh, Jason was one of our my hosts for another podcast that I do. He's like, he said, uh, this gives me John Wick vibes. And I'm like, dude, I don't think I see Nicolas Cage going guns blazing for his pig like that just doesn't it, it would have. i think if he if that would have happened people would have like made it about well made it compared to john wick and i was like and like you know it would have just i felt like it wouldn't have had the same resonance as it does now yeah and i think if it did go that route people are going to be like it's just trying to be like john wick you know what i mean like they wanted that movie but at the same time they would have criticized it for being that movie you know what i mean exactly you yeah, just I can't agree. please anybody um but i mean like and, and similarity to like Keanu Reeves, you know, he's one of those other beloved actors. He's not as crazy as Nick Cage, but everybody loves the guy. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. Um, I kind of want to get into the story a little bit here. Yeah, let's get you know, ex, ex, explain it to us, Ernie, because um, yeah, th- for anybody is, who hasn't seen it or is going <laughs> to see it, just maybe give us a little another background. Yeah, definitely. So uh, this movie, well, the review we're gonna be ba- that we're gonna do today, it's gonna be very spoilery, right? It's gonna be a spoiler cast. Just kind of fair warning. I don't want you guys to kind of come into it and not know, but um, this basically follows uh, Nicholas Cage's character, um, and uh, it, well, his name is Rob. Um, you don't find out for a very long time throughout the movie, till like towards like maybe the middle of the movie, I want to say. But he's a truffle hunter. He has a prized pig that he takes that he takes care of. It's like kind of like his his like really, you know, like it's like his dog. Like it's his pig. babe, pig in the city. Exactly. That'll do, pig. That'll, That'll do. do. And uh, so they live in like Oregon, somewhere in the wilderness. And you kind of just see that in the beginning of the of the movie. And he's kind of like, I think the, the pig is like so good that he's tra- he's trained so well over years to find a special type of truffle. They don't say that, but the way they make it seem is like the truffles that the pig gets are some of the best. And it just kind of follows their story for a little bit. And then there's this other actor. And uh, it, well, his name is Alex Wolf. Uh, he plays uh, Amir in the movie. And uh, he's kind of like the guy that brings uh, Nicolas Cage's character supplies, kind of pays them for uh, the truffles that are like super sought after. And he sells them in, in well, I think, Portland, right? And it just kind of goes off of that. I'm not sure if I should go super into the rest of the movie here. Yeah, well, we'll just kind of <laughs> go in there as we go. Um, fun fact about yeah. that pig. The movie was very low budget, so they couldn't really afford a really well-trained pig. So they had this pig who was mediocre. Um, he wasn't the most famous pig, I'll tell you that. Uh, I guess like, apparently he bit Nicolas Cage like sometimes and just like was kind of a dick. Um, he ate a lot. Like He's just being a pig. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, actually, it's funny. Is, uh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. I had that little, uh, little fun fact as well. I, get, I had like a little quote that uh, I guess... Because he, he, after he gave him a really nasty bite, I guess like Cage had joked about it, and he's like, "I've been set on fire." I've been, and I'm trying to do his voice. I've been flipped by cars. You're doing a great, <laughs> you're doing a great <laughs> but job. <laughs> but it'll be Septus from a pig bite that kills me. You know how he talks all sweet. I do. But I do. I, obviously, I couldn't do it all well. But but like it's crazy. Like a lot of these actors always work with these animals, and they always have a bad time with the animals. Dude, watching this movie, you would have not been able to tell that the way it was filmed. And I'm sure they had a lot of takes. But dude, Nicholas Cage looks like legitly he loves that animal. And that's another thing I wanted exactly. to get it. 
yeah, that's another. Yeah, well, definitely. That's another thing that I want to get into is like I think Nicolas Cage uh, apparently this time in his life he was able to kind of resonate with the character and the love for that pig. I'm, I forget what happened to him in his life at that time he was filming. So it it's all him not acting. It's more of him naturally being that that character. You know, it's more. Um, uh, what's it from the guy from Tropic Thunder say? Uh, he he uh, he's when he's talking about like actually being that like you know never like never go full yeah he's like, never go full but he actually he, he kind of just went into it it wasn't like he was going full like into it like as a as an actor pertaining that character he already felt that he was that character that's uh-huh. what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't know it's kind of interesting uh, it's a little i don't know what the fuck you're talking about um i'm kidding sorry so yeah i mean it, it's it's good it's good this little uh this little movie is it's interesting because like you wouldn't expect the kind of how it turns out like I didn't expect it for sure but like he looks like a straight up winter wild man like he's out there he's got the long johns he's in this remote cabin he has a busted old car that can barely even get anywhere and you got Alex Wolf's character Amir which rolls up in a I forgot what he was driving but he was like a I want to say it was a um what's that thing that Bumblebee is in uh in transformers camaro i think he was driving a camaro uh, but he rolls up and, he, and and amir's his character's always playing like this classical like beethoven like kind of music and nicholas cage doesn't really enjoy it um never really explained why well i guess it kind of kind of dives in there but I, like you said i want to i don't really want to go too far into it until we get into it so mm. let's get to where the plot you know thickens so one night he's sleeping and the pig is restless and ends up people come in to steal his pig and he gets beat to shit like he gets hit with like a a shovel or something like that and his face is just like messed up um so that's where the story gets returned yeah and you kind of later find out that it was a bunch of like well they kind of call them crackheads so it's a bunch of druggies that kind of break in steal the pig because i'm I'm assuming someone had kind of mentioned him because he lives very remotely where like not a lot of people know him only amir's character or uh, sorry, Alex Wolf's. Um, oh yeah, Amir. Who is uh-huh. Amir? And uh, I think only he knows. And so at some point, he kind of blames him. Like, did you tell anyone about me? But my assumption is like kind of someone already figured out that he was there. And so they steal the pig, and it's a prize pig. And the way they kind of handle the pig, um, you know, this is very roughly. You can hear it. You can hear the pig crying. And there's like this emotional, like you're like, no, don't take his pig. You know, like you kind of feel even even for that moment in the beginning of that film, you kind of already feel that they have such a great bond. Like they go to sleep together, and there's like this like this like just love for one another. Like you can feel that through the film. It's kind of it's interesting. They make and sweet was, bacon together. Mm-hmm. They make a little food. He makes food for him. I think he. Yeah. It looks like it's like some like he uses. I think some of the truffle that they find. I think. Mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. But it looks it looks really like you know it looks good. He takes good care of this pig, and it's to see it handled. It's like if your dog was taken in this way. You know, you're gonna you're gonna upset. Um, we're talking animals wise. Obviously, humans are different, but it's just you know animals. Everyone has their special bonds. So this pig's gone, and um, by these crackheads, and this is where he gets to Amir. And they go on this hunt and this quest. And Amir's a little hesitant, but, you know, he decides to help him anyway because it's part of his business. And as we go more down the line, well, actually, let me bring this. Let's let's talk about this before. At one point, he's listening. Nicolas Cage's character is listening to a tape, which we only assume is his wife. 
um, which it is. Oh, spoiler. Um, so yeah, he's he's listening to, it, but he stops it right. He doesn't listen to the whole thing because it, it hurts too much, and we don't really know what exactly happened yet. Um, but we're gonna dive in more, obviously. So we got two guys who are probably are kind of like emotionally unstable. I wouldn't say, you know what I mean, but you know what I'm talking about because Alex Wolf's character is dealing with his dad. You know, he's in he's on, he's kind of in competition with his dad, and he's trying to keep up with him as far as his business goes. And you got. Nick Cage's character, which is dealing with this uh, this grief, which, spoilers, yeah, his wife had passed away. I think you're right. I think, like, uh, right off the bat, both characters are flawed in their own ways, and they're both dealing with some sort of hurt that has occurred into their life. And like you stated, Alex Wolf's character, he kind of comes from a family of this... There's just, like, an overbearing anger towards everyone in that family, like the the mom... Uh, the dad and him, and he kind of gets the short end of it because the father kind of takes, uh, like he, I think he emotionally abuses him. Not like, you know, I don't, I don't think he's hurting him. He just kind of like yells at him, you know, talks down to him. So I think Alex's Wolf's character is trying to um, not take over the family business or like challenge his father, but he's trying to make him proud. You can, without, at some point you kind of make it, he kind of makes it seem like, oh no, I'm I'm challenging my father for this business. But you can tell what he wants is his acceptance. And uh, mm -hmm. you kind of find out, out to, towards the end of the film. Um, and Nicholas's cage is, you know, dealing with, like you said, he's still dealing with the... <laughs> sorry, you're like, you said Nicholas's cage. It just oh, sounded sorry. funny. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas's cage. Yeah, so uh -huh. he, he didn't own a cage at the time, but he owns it now. No, uh, <laughs> Uncaged. He's uncaged. Yeah, so Nicholas Cage's character is, you know, he's dealing with that grief. And I think that's one of the major reasons he kind of like you later on find out that he kind of has been gone from because he's a cook and he had been and he's a very very valued cook like where a lot of people know him by name and stuff so he had been um in such a remote area for about 15 plus 15 years or so right and uh it, it's a it's a cool little journey to see his character kind of like get out of his comfort you know because the 15 years is a long time dude, to be like by yourself with no one but freaking Amir coming to come see you every Thursday. So he sees him like once a week. So he's his only social contact from the outside world. Like that, that's all he knows. Other than that, he's just in nature. Yeah. And that's where things like took it. Like I didn't expect that he was going to be some like well-known cook. Um, every time he mentions his name, people are like, Oh, you know, like they, they know him, they know him in the world. And like, he first goes to like ask this one dude in the sketchy area about his pig and the guy refuses. He's like, Oh, you don't have the same, you know, you're not you're not the same impact around here anymore as you used to. And that's when he goes to like this mysterious fight club where he tries to find uh, some more information oh. about his pig. And I was like, it was a little strange because he comes that up. That was a trip, huh? Yeah, it's like these guys, this guy is just beating on some random dude, but they're doing it for money. Like they're seeing how long they can last in this ring. And then he puts his name up because maybe like a lot of people wanted to kick his ass because like it kind of looks like the guy who was beating him up like is doing it like for with a purpose, right? Yeah, it's like more, it's, it felt like it was personal, right? Yeah, exactly. And everybody, like, he puts his name up and everyone's like, oh, it's Rob. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they, so. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, because he's such a, I'm telling you, he was such a sought after cook, right? Like, yeah. that's how kind of they make it seem, like you, you said. And it's just weird. Like, he's like, like beating the crap out of him, bro. Like, he's leaving him, like, like messed up where he needs to go to the hospital. Like, but he never does. <laughs> yeah, throughout the whole movie, he literally gets beaten so bad that his face is swollen. It just stains. His face is bleeding. He's all dirty, like very like 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 a homeless man. 
is what he looks like. Yeah. And he never showers. I don't think I've seen, you don't see him eat till like the end of the movie almost, <laughs> like towards the end. Yeah, it's 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 a little no no but but he eats with a uh, Amir. Remember he makes him the food in the in his kitchen. Yeah, yeah, he's eating that. That's towards the end of the movie though. No, that's, that's like near the, like the like the beginning middle ish. Really, I always uh, thought that it was the end. Yeah, because then he gets that piece of bread, and I know he that's like the one thing he eats with Amir. He gives him like a piece of bread that yeah. he got from the bakery mm-hmm. from one of his old staff, I believe. And uh, but yeah, dude, it, it yeah he just gets his butt beaten. <laughs> yeah, he gets pretty beat up. <laughs> that's uh, like probably the the thing that made me feel like I. This I did not expect. I didn't expect that at all. Like, who the hell? Like, where do chefs go to fight? Like, chefs right. are pissed throughout <laughs> right. the day. Seriously, like, let's go fight. That table. Um, Dude, I know it's crazy because we, you know, we worked in the in like restaurant industry. Imagine, like, hey, Lex, let's go freaking in the back. We're gonna start a fight club. We're gonna let's go beat someone's ass. There was a show. I can't remember what it was. It might have been Mr. Robot, where the the guy in it would go. Like, he had like a sick like a sick like thing where he would just pay this homeless dude to just kick his ass just to unleash all his like fury like it was pretty intense um but anyway that's what we just do you know we just get a lot of food and eat it because we're hungry um but yeah dude uh so he i don't know if this was before or after but we're a little all over the place on this but he he finds the people who apparently took his pig and they tell him you know we got rid of him like we sold him he, he's not with us anymore right and then uh and that thing, that's when it's revealed that Amir's dad kind of has something to do with it. And Nicolas Cage gets uncaged and gets all pissed off about him. Like, he's, oh, fuck you. No. Well, actually, that's not the part. <laughs> what I, was I, that? I don't know. That, that was a sweet little yell. That's oh not the God. part. That's actually not the part. Because that's he re- discovers that when he goes to talk to the chef at that one restaurant. Oh, that so, has like, it, dude, and he has that like conversation with him, right? Yes. And then, like, it's so profound. But when we listen to it, or at least, uh, I think he, he does that with Alex Wolf. He does that with that cook. Um, that was his old staff that he fires, so apparently. Don't have a lot to care about. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah, like, it's sweet. It, it's sweet. And I just remember listening to him, like, oh my God, this is so profound. Like, what yeah. the hell is he talking about? Yeah, this mountain man, like, you wouldn't expect this guy to, like, be talking like that. But yeah, but he goes to yeah. this restaurant and he asks for the cook. Which happens to be one of his old staff, and the guy's like, "Oh, it's Robert, blah blah blah," and he's trying to get information about his pig because he, you know, he has the truffles, and he's like berating this poor guy, like he's like, "What did you want to do? What did you really want to do?" He's like, "I wanted to open a sports bar." He's like, "What happened to your sports bar?" Like he's just like gets under this guy's skin, and I remember we were talking about it after, like when he's talking to this guy, the guy's like awkwardly smiling. And like shaking, yeah. It's when he's like, like oh, I, I, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, you can't see our faces, but he's like, I, I, yeah. And I, he's, he, I think, well, because he, uh, I think dude, throughout that conversation, he's kind of telling them like exactly what he said, right? He, what did he say? He goes, he goes, you don't get a lot of things in life because he's kind of like talking to him as the broken man that he once that he is now. Yes, not that he once was, because the once the person he was was this person who I'm assuming was very cocky. Like oh, usually of course, yeah, chefs, I think so too. Usually chefs have like this, um, or at least a lot of chefs that you kind of like, if you kind of talk to anyone in that industry, people will always tell you that chefs have a big ego. I don't, not a lot of them are very humble. A lot of them are kind of jerks and they kind of, but that's just because they're like artists in their own. Would way, you say they're salty? Ah, uh, you know, maybe they add a little salt, you know, and that's a seasoning joke, boys. Exactly. And girls. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So he tells them that whole thing and like he kind of like I, somehow he gets on, like you said, he gets under his skin and he he 
he makes him rethink his life in just in that, that moment, like right? five minutes of like conversation or whatever it was. And then like he finally he's all I can't tell you. He's all the, the person. He's gonna get really mad. Like they make it seem like Alex Wolf's dad is is it's like, like the this big like, bad wolf. Yeah, like he's like this like gangster that's gonna have you killed. But he but he's not. No, not at he all. Re- he really is not. <laughs> it's crazy. Not at all. And like, yeah, it's it's just interesting. And so after that, that's when he revealed like he's he thinks Alex's was Amir ratted him out. Like it said, this is where he's hiding. This is where you could find the pig. And you know he promises that's not the reason. And um, you know he's like my dad would do that. Blah blah blah. But like you know Nick Cage is refusing, so he goes to walk on his own. Uh, but even before like Amir kind of reveals a little bit, he's talking about his family. His parents, so they'd always go out, and every time they'd come out more upset. This is an important part. He's like more upset than like when they left. He's like, I remember this one night specifically. They went out, and they were so happy and talking about the food and the wine, which was later revealed that it was at Nicholas Cage's restaurant. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more when we get there. Slow burn, slow burn. They're, they're placing these little things in between the movie that will connect, you know what I mean, like in the end and just like make sense mm-hmm. to you in the end. Um, have a bigger impact. So yeah, we got we got um, Rob, which is Nicholas Cage. He's uh, he's walking. He goes to this neighborhood, and this part I didn't really understand, but now like I kind of like read into it a little bit. Where he goes to see the little boy and looks at the tree. Remember when he says like, "Oh, I I, I used to live here," mm-hmm. and he's talking about that tree, about that fruit that's just like if it's not, it's a tomato tree, um, tomato something like that. Yeah, and something if, that grows tomatoes. Yeah, if they're not good and if they're overripe or like ripe, you know what I mean. And then he's like. It's just kind of hard to uh, uh, dissect a little bit, but it, it was meant to represent that he had a dream to have a family, pretty much. But like, obviously, his wife passed away, so those dreams went down the 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 drain. Do do they ever? Um, I'm not sure if you recall this because uh, I was trying to figure this out without looking it up. But did you know what happened to the wife at all? I know she passed away, but they don't. Really... I don't think they really said. I think it was pig poisoning. Oh, wow. oh no, I'm kidding. No, I'm sorry. That was dumb. But. No, I they I don't think oh, they ever say little piglet. Oh. Yeah, it, it, it kind of my assumption was that she had died of some sort of illness, right? That's like they really don't say anything. I would think kinda, that's probably what it was, or she went to that Fight Club and just you know got her ass beat. Yeah, it was that <laughs> one guy. He, she put her name down there. Like, Let's <laughs> kill her. No, yeah, it definitely probably was a sickness. I would assume. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it's 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 interesting little things, and then he finally goes to meet. This man, the this mysterious gangster that we think is going to be like a big badass, but he's just a regular guy, you know. He's just, you know, living the good life because he's another chef that is, you know, well known uh, or owner. Uh, and he goes to talk to him, and then while he's talking to him, we see a quick thing of Amir talking. He said his his Amir's mom is dead, but she's not. He's he's like she's like in a hospital bed and like barely like holding on to life. They never show her, and it's like a super quick scene. Like he's the lady's like. He's like talking through her the door, and then the lady, like the hospice nurse, is like, "Do you want to talk, see her?" He's like, "No," and I think the reason he probably doesn't want to see her is because maybe his dad just messed him up so much, and the fact that like he kind of because he says like, "My dad left her to die," and he's right. I mean, he he did let her die, right? He just left her yeah, there, like he did, and I think that just had such a big impact on his life. Yeah, may I say something? Uh, yeah, because I I was thinking a little thing a little bit different than you did. Uh, my assumption was that the father didn't let her die. He kept her there alive for his own selfish needs. 
um, she's obviously not in the state to kind of live on. And I'm, I'm sure that he's kind of keeping her alive through any means, again, for his own selfish needs. It's a way for him to kind of know in the back of his head that she's alive, you know, and but most likely he doesn't want to know how she's alive. I doubt the father visits her. And I think I think it 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 causes him too much pain. Like he doesn't want to lose his wife. I think you know as much as the son saw them fight and all the stuff that they did. You know they always had those date nights and there was a love uh, between them that was apparently there. You know what I mean? And uh, I think I think towards the end of the movie you kind of see that when you know I don't want to skip ahead. I'm sorry, but there is that scene where he cooks for him and like you said they find out that. Nicholas Cage at his restaurant had cooked that meal for them. So it gets this resonance of, you know, like the food brings him this feeling of like love and remembrance, but it also a better hurts time. him. Yeah. Yeah. And it hurts him. And that's why I think that she's still alive there. I don't think. Uh, or maybe, you know, he's, he's afraid of what's going to happen to him. Like how Nicholas Cage was affected by his wife's death. That's what I'm saying. So I think that it, it's a, it's a burden on him. In a way, but it's also him be trying to be selfish for his, you know, for, uh, about his wife. Yeah, I, I can I agree with that. Um, but yeah, he's there, you know. Talk, Nicholas Cage is there with the dad talking to him about getting his pig back, and the guy is pretty much saying no, right? And um, he offers him money to stay away, but Nicholas Cage doesn't take it because he's so attached to this pig that you know. Which I understand, you know, when you're attached to something, you know, you're not going to give it up so easy for even for how much money like someone offers you. Um, so as since he refuses, Nicolas Cage leaves and he sees a mirror waiting for him. He's like, I'm going to help you, you know, get this, you know, what you need. And he's like, so where are we going? He's like, we're going to go get my pug. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, they, they go on this journey and like they go separate ways. Um Amir goes to talk to, I forgot who he goes to talk to. Do you remember? Yeah. So Amir, he, he gives him a list and he tells him now you can use my name wherever you go. And oh, I tell yeah. you to go mm -hmm. because he's having him get these ingredients so he can cook that dinner for that guy. Yeah. Try to kind of, that's he, what it was. He, he's trying to win him over is what he, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure where you were trying to get with the, what you were saying, but yeah, so he goes to get that list. I mean, he goes to get all these things for him. And that's when I was talking about the bread. He gets that bread from that bakery, uh, from that baker who was like one of his old staff. And it's interesting the way that, that everyone kind of like just they, the way they treat Nicholas Cage's character, you know, there's the people that dislike him, but then there's those people that were under him that were like, you know, in his kitchen and you can see that they had a respect for him. Of course. Yeah. And seeing him come out of all this time from hiding, maybe just like, they're like, okay, this must be really something that he needs. Because um, maybe they knew how the impact was. I mean, we don't get much of a background on how when his wife died, how much it affected him. And it probably affected his staff around him in the restaurant. And, you know, him just leaving probably abruptly probably just screwed everyone a little bit, right? I mean, because I'm assuming they just shut it down and like, oh, now all these people are out of the job. But anyway, that's kind of like my little take on that. Um, so, yeah, you know, they, they get what they need and they go back to the dad's house and he tells Amir to convince him to cook this meal for him. And that's, you know, Amir goes to talk to the dad and he does, he finally agrees. 
and, and this meal is like super like just fancy. You wouldn't expect this mountain man to make something like this because this guy has not been eating this well for a long time. Um, but he comes out and makes like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does say that, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You only got so many things to care about. Um, Did I, honestly, that's probably, I, I wish I could have written that down, but we obviously, we saw it in the movie theaters and we didn't have any notes. We like to kind of just watch as we would. Yeah. And uh, that, that I love it. They, they do it in the beginning or in the trailer. If you watch the trailer, it says, I, I remember every meal I've ever cooked. <laughs> and, you know, like, and, and it's so cool because like, I know it sounds like kind of silly and dumb, but like, it just sets that mood for like, damn, dude, he was a master of his craft. And the fact that he could remember people and the meals, like that's on another level, dude. Like that's, that's, he was caring for the customer at that point. Yeah. And I think that's kind of later passionate. on why, he, yeah. And that, that's kind of why later he says like, they don't care about you or not later, but uh, prior to that, he talks to the, that chef, um, the one we were talking about that was like shaking. I think his name was. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Pierre. Um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't know. P, um, I don't know. I was his, name was <laughs> Finch, his name is chef Finway. Um, yeah. And he was saying and, uh, these people don't yeah, care about you. Yeah, They don't care about you. And it's because now it's all fake. Has, yeah, exactly. And, and so he, he tells you that and that's, Kind of like you know, it's coming from two different perspectives. Losing his wife, not having, and then having his wife, and you could see the loss kind of change the man, right? Yeah, but, of course. Yeah, continue. Yeah, and you know, he makes this meal, and like we were saying, comes full circle. Um, the dad takes a bite of the food and is instantly just starts. He breaks down, you know, because he remembers this was him and his wife from uh, the meal they had from that night, where Amir remembers them being happy, and he goes into the other room and cries. And they follow him inside, and this is the part that got that got us, um, because he asked about his pig, and the dad reveals that the pig wasn't handled correctly. You know when they were transporting him or whatever, or capturing him, and it ended up dying. And he Nicholas Cage he didn't make it. Yeah, he didn't make it. Nicholas Cage just drops, and uh, he starts crying. And this is the first time we really see him that vulnerable. Because this whole time he's just kept that straight, like, mm, you know, I'm, I'm just like on this hunt, like super straight man. What I like about this scene, like, is that obviously, you know, he, should, he shows that emotionality. And like we even like as watching the movie, I felt really bad. I know a lot of people I was telling you this prior to the podcast, but I know a lot of people like said that this movie made them cry. It, it didn't have that or didn't make me or him cry or at least did you cry i didn't see you in no. the movie theater <laughs> right so i we didn't cry i just cried because i finished my odd dog i'm kidding yeah uh, <laughs> it was super it was a popcorn uh, went to the bottom of the bucket or, <laughs> or uh but uh we both didn't cry but it was a very heartfelt scene and at one point like later on th throughout the movie um him and uh, amir um alex's wolf's character nicholas cage and him are having a conversation and he tells them like like would have had been better if you didn't you didn't come find the pig because you at least in your mind uh, like he's nicholas cage says like it would have been better if i didn't come find the pig because then even you know in the back of my mind i would have still believed that it was alive but it, then he tells him i think he goes like it's better for him to kind of know have closure yeah exactly so like it really kind of just comes down to this pig he, he the reason he's so attached for it because he just the death of his wife, I think it just made him really come close to this pig and it was kind of his everything, right? He just, he never really got over the fact, I mean, which, I mean, I assume you can never do, um, you know, that she was gone and he just, he just hasn't been able to come to terms with it, right? Because, you know, speaking of like the, the tape, which when he goes back to his, his, uh, his, his room, um, his, his house, he 
puts on the tape and it's finally he's able to listen to the whole thing. And I think he just finally came to terms with everything and just, you know, with the help of a mirror and even shows a mirror like crying too. Like he's all sad. Like, like he was affected by it. Right. And like, it's just, it's just very interesting. Like it's just, everyone kind of just got to where they needed to be. That makes yeah. sense. Wow. That was a journey for all of them. And then, Hey little baby, isn't daddy home? <laughs> the song is all sweet. It's That's the sweet. song that the wife sings from. Um, I do want to say something because at the end of the credits, if you kind of listen to it, you can hear in the background that there's someone digging and you can hear kind of like that. You kind of assume that it's the pig, a new one that he, he has. Ah. At the end of the credits, yeah, but that's like a really random little like a little kind of thing, little yeah. goof. No, man, not a goof. R.I.P. Let me just say R.I.P. Brandy, dude. You know what I mean? Brandy is the pig. That's the name of the oh, was pig. it? <laughs> not in the movie, but I think just in in general. Oh, the actors, the actress yeah. name or actor, the act or the the little pig actor. Ah, it's just, yeah. it's cute. She only had like three days of training. I little know, pig, a little fat, little, little fat. Hey, little, yeah, she was cute, dude. I I want little pigs like that. So hey, little man. It, it was sad, dude. It, it was just, dude. I I hated that feeling of him lo- losing it you really thought he was in it yeah you thought he was in it i mean i kind of thought he was going to get him back exactly same and and then just the way it ends bro you're just like no i even said to you i looked to you to the side i was like no it died <laughs> like, i was like no dude like yeah yeah it was it was a little sad um i'm sure there's a lot of this movie that we probably missed but <laughs> no i mean that gives you incentive to go watch it it is a different movie um from what we've reviewed so far or spoken about ernie what did well what, what do you think about this movie i mean i, I want to hear your thoughts i really enjoyed this movie and it was funny because me and lex had watched the movie and had i, I said dude i need to let this movie marinate because he asked me what did you think and yeah I was it's like, one of those and i was like I, I don't know yet bro like i'm like give me give me a few days i don't know what it was i just i couldn't grasp what i had just seen ernie had to go I sit get, down in the dark I was in the on the, in the on the toilet and I had <laughs> and I was like and then my when your dad is home. No, I I uh, I sat I I just just kind of like let it marinate. I like saying that. Obviously, it's not a food, but I oh well, but he's a cook. You like that? All right. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah. So I let I let the movie marinate for like maybe two days, three days that we had seen after we had seen it. And dude, I really enjoyed this movie. Like the 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 sad thing about this movie is that I don't know how to recommend this to anyone. It was such a great film, but you need to just kind of go in to it, not thinking anything of it. Like there is no way for me to tell you, like, watch this movie because of this emotionality, because of this and this and this. I just want you to watch this good acting movie. Yeah, in the in the age of like superheroes and Disney movies and all that stuff, it's like it's a difference. It's a setback from what we regularly watch. Definitely, and I, I know I know for a fact is the person I usually obviously besides Lex and. Uh, one of my other buddies, Jason, like I don't talk movies a lot with other people. I, I do talk with my wife about them, but she's like the average consumer. She's not really big into them. She's not on Twitter, like looking up all these movies and stuff like we are. But when you when she I showed her the trailer because I was like, I really want to go watch Pig. <laughs> and and so she saw it and she's like, what the hell is this? And I was like, dude, this movie looks freaking like it looks good. And she's like, I don't know about this. one. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So we didn't get to. So we didn't watch that. But it was just like. It didn't speak to her, so that's what I'm saying. It's a little bit of a hard seller for certain people. Yeah, and uh, I know uh, this is this was I think if I'm not mistaken, I think this was like produced uh, by Neon or Bacon. Or... <laughs> yeah, mistaken Bacon. You like that? You know, you always say. You I, don't, say I don't know why. I don't know why that was funny. The the Bacon. No, but I think uh, Neon. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think produced the movie or brought it 
brought it out. Yeah, and they seem to be on the rise a little bit because when we saw the movie, like a bunch of their trailers are just showing just crazy ass movies. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of Neon is basically, and I, I, this is, I'm not sure if you know who A24 is. Do yes, you? I do. So A24 and Neon, I feel like they're on that similar vein of movies that they're kind of like dropping throughout like like this new movie season. A movie you haven't and, seen before. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're like they're all different kind of movies, but they're in that same vein. But I feel like they're both battling it out for like that status. I think A twenty four had taken it for a while, but now like Neon is coming up, and like I love that they're. I'm not sure if there is a challenge. I feel like there might be, just because I feel like I said they're in that similar vein. But I feel like that they're gonna like uh, fight I think to they're the gonna death. Bring, yeah, they're gonna bring the best out in each other, and I love a little bit of competition. But I think anything. Yeah, I think A twenty four. Has a strong hand at the moment still. Yeah, definitely. Well, because like they, I feel like uh, they've they've had just had a little bit more hits right now. Yeah. And then Amazon, I think, just kind of like uh, got a few of their movies out um, or A24's movies on Amazon, so that kind of helps them out. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen a lot of neon ones. I haven't uh, really on either. Streaming services. So, but that's my thoughts. What What about you, man? What did you think about the overall movie? As a person just coming into it and not really knowing what to expect, um, I I also enjoyed it. Um, like you said, recommending it would be hard. There's only certain people I could recommend it to because I know they'll actually check it out. And like, it's a it's a move it's a stream it. How about that? Wait for it to come out because I don't think I can have anybody like go go see this, pay for this movie. You know what I mean? Because like, like people are gonna be like, I don't want to pay for that. Like I'd rather pay for something you know that's coming out that's gonna be big and worth it. It's like okay, whatever. I get it. Um. So, but yeah, but like if 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 I was that way, I'd want to stream it as well. And I think. It would be a streamer when it does come out. If you're a Nicolas Cage fan, you're not going to get the Nicolas Cage you're, you're expecting here. You're not really going to get the movie you're expecting here if you want that John Wick vibe. Um, but it's it's a good, it's a different turn for this character, this man, this broken man of many talents. <laughs> okay, I don't know how to say that. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I I recommend you you watch this if you do happen to stumble upon it in the near future. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. I I I think I would have like I think I would have enjoyed this movie if it was a little bit more um if it was it was streamable. I it's going to come out I think August 3rd or 6th, I think coming up. So Yeah, it feels like a movie you want to watch just like in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, so I think a lot of people are going to like end up, you know, kind of watching it again just because I think I think it's coming out on HBO, if I'm not mistaken, or Paramount Plus, one of those. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I think it's going to capture a lot of people. Um, it's definitely going to... It can be like a sleeper hit, for sure. Like You know what I mean? Like one of those. And yeah, you're right. It's hard to kind of like... You know, I, I know it is... I know I have people that I can recommend the movie to, but I don't think I can recommend them going to the theater. I think you're right. It is a streamer, uh, more of a streamed movie. Um, but I, I enjoyed that. I went to the movie theaters to watch it. Like, yeah, nobody was there. And, uh, we, well, we saw it like at a certain, like, I think on a Monday, but like, still like the movie in general, like we, it was hard just to find a time, you know? Yeah. For some reason, cause it wasn't just out as much. Yeah. To go out to the boons. <laughs> yeah, not even too far, but yeah, it, it was uh beautifully directed, um, great cinematography. I love that like setting that they kind of like shot the whole movie in like this dark kind of like color. And then. Just ominous like, ominous and very obscure kind of like scenes can i can i can i say a little something of course um i mentioned this to you when we after we watched it but i feel like alex the wolf's character it was more about his character in a way amir coming you know seeing this man gave him more closure in his life i think 
And like, and he did a great job. Alex Wolf, you know, coming from the Naked Brothers band, he's done really, <laughs> he's done really, you know, he's he's done a great job with himself. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that dude. I know, right? That's um, awesome. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, I, I think, I mean, he had way more dialogue. Obviously, he had kind of less to work with in a way, right? He was kind of just, you know, because Nicolas Cage's character is, he's, he's very, just doesn't say anything, you know, he doesn't talk. Like, so he, I think he was. That's hard to work in because you're pretty much working with yourself. Right, you're just kind of talking to like a stand-in in a way, but not really at all. If that makes any sense at all. But, but I, 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 I like their characters. They're a good little tag team. Um, we'd like to see a sequel, Pig Two, the rebirthening. No, okay, I don't know, but or the slaughter, huh? save the pig uh, you know I like that you stated that it was more about his story I think it was more about the pig <laughs> just kidding <laughs> it could have been it could have been no it was it was definitely a story about grief I think pig is an overall uh, exemplification of uh, of these characters is emotionality and how they all kind of like connected in, in this world and you can see that they had a emotionality connection amongst each other I just want to say something I didn't know that Michael Cernoski filmed this I think he's only like done like three movies that he's kind of been a director for or an editor yeah he, so this is kind of like his kind of like a big movie where he got a big actor to kind of like film it which is good because he, he did such a great job now he's gonna be like more sought after you know he's gonna be like dude he just made Nicolas Cage look awesome in this <laughs> movie <laughs> he's you know, back he's back you know he just he like resurrected his I mean I'm not saying Nicolas Cage was gone or his career was kind of done but he wasn't in the movie circle right now. Like, there's not a lot of Nicolas Cage movies that people are like kind of mentioning anymore. I thought right? there was. I mean, he just had like a Willie's Wonderland or something. And like yeah, but Mandy. it wasn't. Yeah, but you didn't watch that. I did. I didn't. But you know, know. So there's not a lot of people that are kind of watching these movies. Like, I, I think I feel this like one being attacked. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, no, but like, I feel like this is one of the movies that is bringing Nicolas Cage back out there, and people are like now kind of remembering. Oh, that's Nick Cage. I remember Nick Cage. You know what I mean? I know that guy. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's back, dude. I'm glad that I hope, like, dude, I hope he has more movies. He's mm-hmm. freaking, he, uh, it's, it's just, it's freaking awesome. Any, any other thoughts you have to say before we uh, sign out of here? Uh, no. Uh, as always, I like to thank the audience for taking a listen to us. Uh, we do appreciate that. Um, we are going to post this on YouTube and uh, Spotify. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Quotables Cast. And also, yeah, we're YouTube. also on Apple Music and some other uh, abundance of of podcasting. I think we're like on Google, on Google something. There's a bunch of podcast like things that we don't even know. Yeah, but obviously the more popular ones are like Apple and Spotify and and the Tube. Um, we will hope to get to our streaming of ourselves very soon. Tune in for that. Um, as always, Ernie, thank you and thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, guys. Bye.